This episode is brought to you by DirecTV Stream. Introducing DirecTV Stream, the best of live TV and on demand, which means you can watch your favorite sports, movies, and shows all in one place. So whether you want to catch the game live or watch the latest blockbuster, they've got you covered. And there's no annual contract. DirecTV Stream. Get your TV together at directtv.com. Requires high-speed internet and compatible device. Content varies by package and location. Restrictions apply. This episode is brought to you by Cox Home Life. Cox helps make your home smarter. And now you can pull up your home life cameras on your TV with your Contour voice remote and some simple voice commands. To learn more, visit cox.com slash thisishome. What do I want? What do I value? What makes me happy? How can I serve? These are just a few of the questions I'm thinking about as we gallop toward the new year. Seriously, the older I get, the faster the years gallop on through. I think we're on a dead-on sprint right now. And that is both exhilarating and a little scary because I want to make sure I'm using this time here to the fullest. And I think it's the questions we ask that determine the quality of the lives we live. What are those questions? That's what we're going to be talking about right now, right here on Polly Campbell Simply Said. Simply Said is the place we come together to talk about the simple things we can do to live well, do good, and be happy. And we might just change the world along the way, or at least have fun trying. Are you ready? Let's go! Hi, this is Polly, and we are racing into 2020. How do you feel when I say that? Is it scary or curious or exciting or interesting or relief? Is it overwhelming? I'm excited. I'm, I'm grateful. There are always challenges with every year, but there's also a lot of beauty and opportunity if we go looking for it. So I'm kind of in that moment right now. And I like saying 2020. It's easier to say 2020 than the 2000s or 2019. 2020 it has a nice flow to it. I think it's going to be a good one, right? Let's decide that right now because we know how we think influences how things go, right? What we think creates our reality. So I'm, I'm going with that. That's my story and I'm sticking to it. It's going to be a good year, 2020. There are plenty of days I have to work on that. I have to remind myself of my intentions and my mindset, of my purpose, of my attitude, the things I want. Out of, I don't bound out of bed excited for every moment of every day. Um, it's pretty safe to say I don't bound anywhere. I'm I'm kind of like the Tin Man, squeaking out of the sheets. But one of the things I worked on in my life is to live more deliberately. I feel like it's so easy to race through things, to accomplish one thing and move on right to the next without even noticing that we've notched a life goal or enjoyed a great night with our friends. We finish one task and move on to the next. And and I really want to live with, with greater awareness and be more deliberate in the things I choose to do. And the thoughts I choose, I want to notice my life. I want to experience it. I want to be present with my friends and in my work and with my family. And part of the way I do that on my best days is to be clear about what I want to create in my life. 
And one way I do that that has helped me a lot, and I use it all the time, every day, it's helped me a lot to flex and grow and learn to go with the flow and pay attention. And that is by deliberately choosing the questions I ask myself and by paying attention to those that come up into my life. Have you ever taken a test where the questions were so ill-formed that you could never come up with the right answer and you would go over it and over whether it was multiple choice or essay and you had problems making sense of the question so your brain was just ruminating over all the possibilities um, I like to think that every math test I've ever taken was like this and it was the test's fault rather than my own faulty thinking so let's go with that but in life, I really believe, just like on those tests, that the quality of questions determines the quality of our lives. Here's why. We are problem-solving machines. Our brains are wired to figure things out, keep us safe and growing and adapting. And, you know, if we're headed toward trouble, we switch course. Our physiology, our brain, our body all adapt to keep us safe and keep us moving. When we ask questions then, is this safe, is this good, is this hot, is this cold, our brain goes off and starts working. It starts working to come up with the answers, often without us even thinking of them, right? You put your hand on a hot stove, it hurts. Your brain immediately sends off a bunch of signals and we stop doing that. Have you ever tried to find a set of lost keys and you looked and looked and looked and finally gave up? and went to take a shower or do the dishes or take the dog out or do some other mindless task. And right in the middle of that other responsibility, you remembered where you put them. Our brain is constantly working to come up with answers. It never quits. But here's the thing. We often ask it bad questions. And yes, I do think there are stupid questions. I am not an elementary school teacher. I think there are dumb questions. We ask our brain to come up with answers to solve problems for things we don't like. For instance, we ask questions like, why can't I ever lose weight? Why am I so fat? Why is my mother-in-law such a bee? Why does my job suck? Why can't I save more money or manage my bills or get in shape or find the right guy or find the right gal, right? You ask these questions and you are going to get plenty of answers. And you're going to get plenty of answers of all the things you're doing wrong. Because if you ask a question about why you can't lose weight, you're going to get answers like, because, girl, you're eating all the cookies, right? Because, girl, you have chips in the cupboard. Because you had 17 pieces of pizza last night. You ask the question, why am I so fat? Your brain is going to circle back and say, oh, I got this. I got this. This is an easy one. Because you had 17 pieces of pizza, girl, and a beer on top of that. Ask the question, why do you hate your job? You're going to get loads of answers because it's not creative, because you're not making enough money, or you're not helping others, or you're not fulfilled, or you don't like your coworkers. Listen, if you weigh more than you want to, if you are out of shape, if you hate your job, you are already doing those things that cause the outcomes you don't like. You don't need to know why. You're already doing that stuff. You already have the answers to why you hate your job or why you're overweight because you're doing those things, right? You don't need to know how to get those negative outcomes. You don't need to know how to hate your job any more than you already do. But what if you ask a new kind of question? What if you said something like, 
What can I do today to make my job more fun? What can I do this year in 2020 to find a career that feels more fulfilling? And then pay attention to the answers you get to those questions because your brain is going to go to work and become the problem solver that it is, but you're going to get quality answers because you're asking the right questions. Ask the question, then pay attention to the answers and synchronicities and opportunities and people and things and moods that come into your life. Make sense? I've thought about this a lot. I've really had to work this in my life. A few years ago, I went from asking, how can I stop feeling so tired all the time, to asking how I could create more vitality in my life. And my life opened up. I'll tell you what, I mean, I was in such a bad habit. I would work all day and we had a young child who's now 13 and I was busy with the house and I was busy with the job and blah, 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 right? My husband would walk in the door every day about five o'clock and I'd, he'd say, how are you? And I'd say, oh, I'm so tired, right? And then the very next thing, I don't know why I'm so tired all the time. And boom, 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 boom. Well, I figured it out. I'd get all the answers. Sometimes he would tell me. Sometimes I'd tell myself my brain was always working. Well, you're so tired because you have a baby and because you're working full time and because you're not working out and because you're eating junk food and you're not going to bed on time. I was getting all those answers. Now, I was already getting those outcomes. That wasn't information I could use to improve my life. But a few years ago, I changed that question. How can I create more vitality in my life? And then I paid attention and... What I learned was, ah, eat a few more fruits and vegetables just today. And then one day led to another. Why don't you go for a 20-minute workout today? Get 20 minutes of movement a day. And one day led to another. And slowly, I began to regain my health and energy because I started asking better questions. A few years ago, when I was on tour with my first book, Imperfect Spirituality, now available at Amazon and Beach Books and Seaside and bookstores everywhere. And it's right next to my other book, How to Live an Awesome Life and How to Reach an Enlightenment. Just saying, you can get them everywhere or order ahead. Just saying, if you wanted to buy a book a few years ago when I was on tour with my book, Imperfect Spirituality. See, I, I'm getting feedback that I'm not talking about my books enough. So that's it. That's all you have to hear. But anyhow, I was on my book tour. And I'm meeting people all over the country. And afterwards, many of them would come up and, and chat with me after the presentation and I'd sign their book. And I learned a lot. You know, they shared a lot of stuff and, and helped me to think about my own life. And it, it was a great experience. But one woman in particular came up and we had been talking a lot about mindset and how we can create more of what we want in our lives with these practical little everyday habits. And and she came up and she was frustrated in her job. I said, what kind of job do you want? She said, well, I want to make a living wage. I don't need to get rich, but I need to make enough money to take care of my responsibilities and, and pay for my vacations. Fair enough, right? She wanted some schedule flexibility so she could spend time with her kids. She wanted a supportive manager and cool co-workers. And everything she was describing about her job was, was not task specific. Like there were many things she could do with her skill set, but those, the, the coworkers and the schedule flexibility and those things were more important to her than the task at hand. Okay. 
So we were talking about this and she was telling me what she wanted in her work. And I asked her what kind of work she was doing. And she, at that time, was working at a gym. She was both at the counter and doing a little management. And she was also uh, working with clients. And she was always connecting with the members who came in to work out. And while she'd like to make more money, the gym was paying her well enough in all these different responsibilities to pay her bills. And she was taking nice vacations, which was a goal of hers. And just that day, she left early to pick up her daughter and then come to the book signing. And not too long before that, she had been offered another job, but opted to stay at the gym for a bit longer because she liked the people she worked with and her manager was cool. And the whole thing wasn't fancy for sure, but it was happy making. She had a job that was offering exactly the thing she said she wanted, but she hadn't even noticed. She hadn't even noticed. And she was asking the wrong questions. She was asking how she could get a different job. But she'd never defined what different looked like. And when she realized what she wanted at her work, when she started asking herself, what do I need to be happy at work? When her questions got more specific, she recognized she already had them, right? So asking the right kinds of questions can not only motivate us and move us and direct us in uh, to exciting opportunities or interesting opportunities but it can also help us realize that we are where we want to be and we can work within that structure to improve it and grow and so forth but we might have everything we always wanted and it's in the noticing that there is power ask yourself what do I want from my job? What can I add or change about my day to help me enjoy work more? And when this woman asked those things, she got different answers. And she decided, at least that night, to stay where she was at for a while longer and to appreciate it a little more. Too often we don't pay attention to where we are. We spend time desiring, often wanting what we already have because we haven't noticed. So get specific about the questions. I went from why can't I lose weight to what can I do today to feel better? And ultimately, that helped me lose weight because I knew if I dropped the pounds, I'd feel better. But it also brought a lot of other things into my life. I went from why am I so tired all the time to how can I feel revitalized and create more energy in my body. That led me to getting my blood levels tested, checking my thyroid and vitamin D, healthier diets, workouts, morning rituals, different mindset, more connection. Those things have left me feeling energized. Remember, your brain will circle around the questions you ask, always looking for the best answers, the ones that lock in to who you are and your values and what matters to you. Then it's time for you to put those answers into play. That brings us to the Simply Start segment today. So here's what we're going to do today, because I really want you to think about this, partly because it's super fun, right? It's not hard. There are no right answers. I just want you to ask a question. So Simply Start today, write down a question. Really become your own oracle. What do you want this year? How do you want to feel? Choose one thing. I know there are probably many things we want in our lives, but just to get started for the Simply Start, choose one thing. Shape that into a question. So you're having some questions around your career or it's not feeling fulfilling. What can I do to launch a new career? Uh, what skills do I need to write a book? What steps do I need to take to feel healthier? How can I strengthen my relationship with my partner? Whatever it is, no wrong answers here. 
Think about what you want, the feeling you want to create, the improvements you want to make. Shape that into a question, just one question, one at a time, and write that question down today. That's it for the day. Now go do something else and see what comes into your thoughts today. See who you meet, what shows up, what synchronicities or meaningful coincidences occur. And as time goes on, if you want to play with the question, write it on a post-it and stick it over your desk or, you know, put it in your pocket so you're reminded or in your wallet or wherever you go, where you brush your teeth in the morning. So at various times throughout the day, you're thinking about this question and then get quiet and just pay attention to what comes in to your experience throughout the day. This part might sound a little woo-woo, but I am really not that woo-woo, and this is very concrete. It's, it's almost like when you buy a new car, you know, you've never noticed this brand of car on the street before, and you, you, you go out and, and you buy it, and all of a sudden, every car you see is that same model. That's exactly what I'm talking about. Once you pose a specific question, and you pay attention, and engage with the answers, you will see answers and synchronicities and people and opportunities show up all the time. And, and this is where it feels a little magical and, and fun. I, I love it. So think about one thing you'd like this year. Write down the question. Get specific. Now, get busy with the rest of your day and see what comes into play. You could even journal about this if you want. Use the questions as a boost when you're feeling low as a way of directing you and, and keeping you on task. Some days, a question for the day alone will emerge as I go into the day. I do some universal questions for the year, but I also have daily questions to help me really clarify what I want to accomplish and feel that day. Uh, sometimes the question is, what the hell? <laughs> How the heck did that happen? Simple enough. And you can imagine the kind of answers I get for that. Or I'll say to my daughter, you did what? Yeah, get all kinds of answers to that. But on my best days, I'm asking things like, what can I create around this idea? How can I support my daughter? What can I do to let my husband know I love him today? And often some simple creative thing will bubble up. And it opens up ideas that you probably never thought of before. Remember, you only have to know the why. You don't have to know how these things are going to work out. You don't have to know the what, the question that you're seeking answers to. Potential solutions or ideas or opportunities come into play. It's not enough to think about them. You have to get off the couch, right? Like as much as I tried, I couldn't work out while laying on the couch. I had to get my butt up and get to the gym. And then I had to do it again. When you are struck, when there's inspiration or when your question is is answered, it seems, try it out, test it, take action, see, modify, adapt, and let it move you forward. For our Simply Nifty segment, you know, the things that I share with you that I use that have helped me or items I like or practices, I think this is a cool practice. Other more enlightened souls than me talk about the value of contemplation. But since I'm not all that enlightened, I think it's worth trying this practice and I call it quiet time. <laughs> it's essentially the same thing, but I, I'm a little more familiar with quiet time. And um, I think it's worth trying in a few minutes of every morning. Get up a few minutes early. Get your coffee or tea. Find a comfortable spot for five minutes. And sit quietly. In the first minute or so, wake up and just uh, see what questions come to your mind. What's the day going to hold for you? Maybe you could use that as a prompt and see what other questions come up. Then pick one. 
pick one that seems to rise to the top and reframe it into a specific and powerful question. One that'll move you forward and be illuminating and not hold you back. And then ask it aloud. Who do I need to call for the next job? How much money do I need to save this month? What can I do to lose two pounds this week? Ask it aloud and sit quietly and see what emerges. Keep coming back to the question throughout the day, jot notes about it, let it bubble up. Particularly as you develop this practice, you'll get insights you can use all the time. Often things we would just skip over or in the busyness of our life will actually rise up and become more obvious to us. And, and I love this because it's a combination of the rational and the mystical. But start the practice by sitting still in the quiet. I leave the room dark. I pose the question and then I sit with the answers that come in the early morning. We get insights from our brains and our bodies and our intuition hunches. Contemplation is the time to align with our spirit so that we can hear our inner voice and become aware of what it's saying, how our body is feeling and what we're doing. Ask your questions and you may not get any insights right away. That's happened. But just as often I've stumbled across things that seem so simple and yet they'd never occurred to me. It was kind of like, duh, but I'm not an enlightened soul. I'm just a girl working on it, right? So that to me is the magic in it. Answers may reveal themselves in the weeks or months to come too, through impressions or feelings or surprise opportunities, synchronicities, or you may wake up one day and just know that this is what you need to be doing. Now, or they might burrow in your brain in a very concrete, tangible kind of way. Go apply at this job today. Or, girl, get off the couch and get to the gym, which is pretty much what, what it was like. Contemplation, then, kind of like a beginner's mind. We don't have to have all the answers. In fact, that's kind of a boring way to live. But the questions are more important than the answers, right? So give this a try and see what emerges as you head into 2020. What is it you want to learn, experience, improve? What questions do you want to ask this year, this day, this week, this month? Here are some that I've asked in my life and that other experts I've interviewed have shared with me. What would you do if you weren't afraid? That's a good one. What would you do if you weren't afraid? Maybe you should do it today. Who am I? Only by contemplating this question can we really move closer to our essence as a spiritual being. Who am I? We're made of stardust, you know. We're made of the same things that make up the universe, the same components. I love that. What is my life's purpose? Remember, you don't have to know the answer. They, they may not necessarily reveal themselves to you instantly. But by asking the question, you set in motion a ton of factors that will help you begin the exploration and make life a lot more interesting. Sonia Choquette, the intuitive consultant, asked this question. What do you want to experience next? Desire is the heart of creativity and inspired action and motivation. It's expansive and joyful. By contemplating the question, what do you want to experience next? You're bound to move closer to your passions and purpose. What am I grateful for? You could also ask, whom do I love? What do I love? Simply seeking the answers to these questions about appreciation and gratitude will boost your energy and mood and remind you of the goodness that already exists in your life. And one of my favorites, should I have the red or should I have the white? Okay, that's the last one. <laughs> you get my point. The questions will drive us in the direction that we truly want to go. We have to pay attention along the way. And that is how we experience life. 
And that is where the joy comes from. Ask, become aware of what comes into your life. Journal, have fun. Remember, you don't have to have all the answers. Life is about discovery. But we will get better results when we ask better questions. And asking the good ones is definitely one way to live well, do good, and be happy. (laughs) 